Hello and welcome. Thank you for downloading and finding our podcast. We are two friends who met in the desert in Afghanistan back in 2007 or 2008. We can't remember just right. I was a civilian contractor. He was in the military. We became friends and have remained friends throughout the years. We've bonded over being fathers, brothers, and sons with similar life experiences. Each week, we will discuss situations going on in one another's lives and provide our advice and input. Feel free to email or leave a voice message to contribute to the conversation each week. I'm Jafet. I'm Reese. And you're listening to My Life is a Roller Coaster. How is yours? All right, Reese, you there? I am. All right, cool, man. So let's 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 rock and roll, man. So another day. 27 June, Thursday. Y'all know we uh, record on Thursdays and uh, and put it out on Fridays. So how's your week been so far? Man, it's been interesting. So I am um, doing uh, renovations, man. And uh, renovations are always good. It becomes bad at the end of the job when you got to pay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the renovations on? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm renovating, uh, man, my kitchen and my bathroom and my bathrooms. I actually did too. And, uh, now they're doing some stuff on the electrical stuff. So it's, it's, it's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, man. Especially if you living in the house that you're doing the renovations on, um, you know, that can be equally challenging along with having to pay for it. (laughs) It's arduous, man. It's arduous. It's uh, it's it's the single most humbling thing I think that any man can do. Oh, oh, you doing this by yourself? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, that's a different story. See, I ain't got nothing to do with that, man. I hire me somebody. Oh yeah, I I, I hire somebody too, but there's elements of it that I know what to do. And see, I got a problem with letting go sometimes. No. So I'm not letting go. That's the problem. I ain't got no problem, man. I, I, I do I, I do my research, look on Angie's list or whoever's list they got, find me the best candidate, interview a couple couple of people, you know, and then try to get them down on price and, and we get rocking and rolling, man. But I yeah, I I've been blessed, man. I mean I I uh the house I won't I won't I won't deny you, man. I generally don't I, I don't I'm not really a big haggler on prices. Honestly. Yeah. Because especially if you're working with black contractors, <laughs> nah, seriously, nine times out of ten, their prices are gonna be a little bit lesser than the ones if you had to use the white contract. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's about quality, though. It don't matter. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wanna, I wanna, you know, put money in, keep money in the black community if I can. And uh, but it's it's also it's more more so about quality at the end of the day. It is for me. But what I was gonna say was, I mean, I haven't had. Uh, too many renovations. Uh, the house I live in, I bought brand new from the ground up. You know, we smart man, smart. <laughs> yes, man. I know now. Trust me, I know. Smart I man. did not want to buy. I'm a telling fixed- you, I, uh-uh. that's the best way to do it, man. I um, I uh, I will say after doing the work that I've done so far, that uh, I will never buy another uh. I don't think I'll buy another old house again. This is old. <laughs> I've been cured. Yeah, good. Good for you. 
So, all right, what else is going on? Um, I I don't know. I um, I was looking at Instagram the other day. I saw my brother LeBron, uh-huh. uh huh, doing his hair weave thing. Oh, he was doing the hair weave thing. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. I check that out, brother. Listen, that John is crazy. Wow, what was he doing? Man, it's just hair. It's a man weave. Oh wow! I didn't know he was doing that. Yeah, I mean he—that's what I was telling you. He he did a reconstruction of his hair. Oh, that's crazy, man! I don't know why people do that. Just cut the shit off. Man, my dudes are scared to be old men. Man, please. I'm telling you. Hell, I was scared until I saw all them bald spots in my dad's hair. Man, man, my dad's hair looked like a. Uh, uh, was looking like scared Mary or something, man. I'm telling you. Man. And I looked at that thing and I said, man, why don't you just cut your hair, man? And he's slicking it all to one side, looking like yeah, people, people uh, be trying to hold on, man. I mean, I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, you know, I don't know. You know, I, I guess it's vanity or something. I don't have. I don't have that issue. If you know me, you know I'm bald. Uh, but I've also been shaving bald since I was in high school, man. I mean, I had a, you know, I had a big fro growing up in the '80s and stuff, and then that turned into a box, and then one day I just cut it off, and then. Uh, yeah, bro, I'm 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 saying to you right now, I had hair too, um, and I decided to make or uh, to take decisive measures, which is just to cut the crap off, man. The the hair. I had a hairline that was uh, receding, but I won't gonna tell nobody. Uh, and, and so I just had to, I had to, I had to have to come to Jesus, man, by myself, and just cut that crap off, man. It was not working for me mm. at all. Yeah, man. I mean, this it's out there though. Uh, but yeah, I've seen the the hair, the male hair weave thing. I gotta go look up this LeBron one. I got a friend in Qatar who's an aspiring hairdresser who wants to do that. So, Is that yeah, right? I got to check it out, send it to him. I'm telling you, man, I think it's a ton of money in it. I think it's a huge opportunity for that brother if he wants to really do it. And, uh, I mean, shut. It, 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 it talks about the wideness uh, of individuals that are willing to go that route by nature of the fact that LeBron is doing it. So, in my opinion, it shines a, a huge light on the opportunity there, as far as opportunity uh, cost or whatever may be concerned. But I think guys are just we we sold ourselves on this whole conversation, like Jay Z said, thirty is the new twenty. Mm. And and the truth of the matter is, thirty is not the new twenty, bro. No, man. Thirty thirty is the new thirty. <laughs> Well, I I think I I think that 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 way of thinking came in for you know, from health purposes, not necessarily uh, anything else. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I'm getting ready. To, I got a, I got a birthday coming up, man. And I don't lie to nobody about my age, but nothing. I went out last night with my brother, man, and you know, talking to people. Oh, how do you? And I didn't. Ha- I don't have no problem. <laughs> Saying the number, man. I'll be 44 on Monday, so 
you know, I'm trying to, you know, working out, trying to eat better, all that kind of good stuff. So I, you know, I'm turning 44. I don't feel 44. So, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, but what, but I, I guess the question that we all need to ask ourselves is how does 44 feel? Well, I think because there's, there's this, there's this, uh, conversation about aging being uh aging decrepitly but there are individuals that are aging that are doing better than young cats right that's what i'm saying so age is is the number obviously but uh every 44 year old doesn't feel or look the same so you know it depends on how you eat how you're eating how you're taking care of yourself so like I said, I mean, I'm, I'll be 44 in a couple of days. I don't feel 44. You know, I see, you know, I see people on TV, men talking about, oh, you know, when you get over 40, you know, you got these pains and and and, and this crack and this pop and so on and so forth. And I don't really have that issue. I don't really have that issue. So we give God the glory for 40. Man, what's all, that, what's all that noise you got going on over there, man? Man, I'm building something, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> man, you uh, got to wait. You got to wait. You got to wait to do that till we finish, man. <laughs> I'm messing around, man. I, I uh, was putting the, put my phone back on the, on the case. That's all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I be doing too much. Hey, you know what? By the way, I want to tell to talk to all our listeners and tell them I, I apologize because my cell phone has really been the single most problematic thing since we've been doing this this podcast. It hasn't been your fact. It's been me. Man, I, go ahead. I need to. I need to need to put myself out there about this because you know I, I probably need to have a GoFundMe page for my cell phone. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm the only person that can afford a cell phone that really needs one. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, at the, yeah. When we first got on, we kind of talked about that a little bit about people being technically challenged. You know, it's all good, man. Just uh, yeah, I, I am, I am, I am falling in line with all of the my my four brothers and four sisters that have all of this technical technological uh, advanced equipment and really don't know how to use it. So y'all need to just keep me in prayer. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. That's really what it is. I don't know how to use my technology. Man. All right, man. You're going to have to keep up, man. You're going to have to watch some YouTube classes or something. Man, you're telling me. All right, so let's get into what you're what talking about this week. So I think the two topics we we landed on were the Me Too movement and kind of what's going on in politics right now. What's what's happening in Iran? Is that right? Is that where we go? Absolutely, absolutely. I think I think that those two topics will keep uh, keep us in a in a very interesting space. All right, so let's so let's kick it off with the Me Too movement. That's I mean that's something that's near and dear to us as men. Um, and then something that's near and dear to me because I, you know, obviously I have sisters, I have daughters, you know, so it concerns me. Um, I don't know. So where do you want to go with it? Well, I, I think that Me Too is really changing the, 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 the demographics of dating. Absolutely. Uh, because there's really no 
you know, there was a time, and I, I don't mean to sound uh, spooky by saying this, there was a time when guys could actually, you know, kiss a woman or whatever, but now it's almost like you need to really, you really need to be asking, can I kiss you? Yeah, you, you, know, you know, you can't, yeah, you, you gotta have permission, Doc. You can't just be going up in there just putting your greasy lips on nobody or whatever. So, I, I think that the way that it's changing dating, it's me too is changing dating for not me, but really for my son. Uh, you know, I'm in a I'm in a good relationship, so I'm not really looking to be kissing nobody at this point. But the way I think my son is going to experience dating through the lens of me too is going to change relationships moving forward because. You know, you can't just get that magic feeling. Well, I mean, so it's definitely for him, but you know, you know, I'm also I'll be dating again here real soon. So, you know, it's also for men like me, and I think it's, uh, you know, the rules have changed somewhat. You know, things that were acceptable before are no longer acceptable. So, absolutely, you really got to try to, you know, try to change the way you would go. You know, you would do things like. You know, and I don't want I don't want to talk politics right now, but Joe Biden, you know, the way he has been with women, you know, just, you know, touching them on the shoulder. Hey, honey, how you doing this, that and the other and, you know, hugging people, stuff like that. You know, something that 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 began or started off as innocent is now looked at. Oh, my God, you're the creepy old guy, you know, who's hovering my neck or whatever the case may be. You know, so it's like, you know, men got to be really careful about the way they approach women is like you said, you know, you really got to kind of ask permission before you do certain things. And, you know, to be honest with you, man, you know, I've, I've been married for the last 15 years, but even before that, um, I always ask permission, you know, women that I was, is that right? You always ask well, permission to kiss a woman. Yeah. You know, whatever you're doing, Oh my God. That's whatever you're doing, man, 20 years ago, man, it, you know, it, it was, it was, it was a, another, Another situation where, you know, if a girl if a girl says rape, whether whether the guy did it or not, oh my God, now you got to defend yourself, you know. What I mean? So there was a little culture of that twenty years ago uh, when I was kind of coming up. Might might have been a little more than twenty years ago, maybe twenty five, twenty seven years ago. Um, I remember working. I was working at McDonald's through high school, and some guy was accused of rape, and then I was at work one day. And a girl said something to me. It kind of made me think, like, dang, she could say that about me. You know what I'm saying? So I just always, like, hey, you know, I like you. You like me. You mind if I, you know, touch you here or kiss you there or whatever case may be? So, yeah, I mean, I've been practicing that for a long time. Yeah. I, by the grace of God, I have never encountered anything like that. So, um it's, I think that's been very interesting to kind of come to that space and realize that these new rules of dating um, have uh, really shifted. But again, it goes back to what I said last week about Helen Smith and, and even moving forward about Anne, Ayn Rand. Um, when you talk about men really... Uh, beginning to kind of cut themselves away from uh, society as a result of the change, the drastic change in the rules. Um, 
what is normative and what is not. Um, and I, I think that that's, that's a space that every man has to navigate because the rules are, are changing, yeah. bro. Believe no it or not. So the other side of that, though, is men who are falsely accused of rape. You know, that, Most that so. ain't cool. Absolutely. You know, that's not cool. Nah. You know, especially with these women who are, you know, with these celebrity men and whatnot. He did something. Ten years ago, he did something. Seven years ago, he did something. And I'm not saying that, you know, I mean, if a guy is a rapist or a predator, he needs to be exposed. You need to tell on him right away. You shouldn't be. But, you know, these oppor- these opportunists who want to take advantage of these men uh, and, and women, for that matter, um, you know, who want to take advantage of the situation. Oh, you know, I might be able to get some money or I might be able to knock him down or I might be able to. Or, you know, that's that's not what it's about. If you're violated, you need to speak up and as soon as you're but again that that speaks to the fact that we are able to to say in a very clear tone like all right this we already understand as men of character that this behavior is inappropriate we understand that i don't think the conversation really is about the legitimacy or the importance of the sanctity of our of our ladies because for far too long, black women and women of color have been uh, mistreated. We can we can all agree on sure. that. I think. I think I think that the burden, though, uh, in this new space, is how do we now, um, even though we don't, <laughs> as as a man, I think that the burden in all of this at this point is how do we. Uh, keep our ladies safe, but also how do we keep ourselves safe and feel like we can date in a well-meaning way without uh, feeling like you might be brought up on charge? Yeah, I mean, it's honestly, man, you know, and I might just be speaking for myself. I don't know. Like I said, uh, I I practice permission anyway you know, from years ago. So I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I usually will ask a woman, you know, if, if, if I'm in that space with her and we're getting, you know, there's a vibe going on and there's, you know, that's happened, you know, I'll get close to her and I'll say, Hey, do you mind if I, you know, whatever. And then, and then we go from there. So, you know, but, but, you know, you also just got to be mindful of what you're doing and what you're saying. You can't just walk walk around smacking the girls on the ass and be like, hey, girl, what's going on? I mean, duh, stupid. That's 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 touching somebody else's body without permission. You can't, you know, you can't do that. So we just got to be mindful and think about it. Like, dang, you know, how can this, how will this be perceived after I do it? You know, so it's very easy. I I, I don't want to overcomplicate it. It's simple. Respect yourself. Respect the woman that you're talking to. You know, don't put your hands on anybody without without their permission. (laughs) That you wouldn't want somebody to say to your mama. Or your daughter. Or your daughter. Because I I, I think as as both fathers, you're both fathers of daughters, you know, there's this, and I hate to say it like this, but it's the truth. There's this connotation, even though we're not having a conversation right now, that if you do something crazy to my daughter, I might do it to you. You might what? I didn't hear you. I'm, 
if somebody does something crazy to my daughter, I may turn around and do it to them. Okay, meaning what? I'm not sure I catch your drift. I'm saying like guys generally say to guys that are dating their daughters, take care of my daughter like you'll take care of your car. Where I'm from, that's a state that's a statement that uh a lot of old heads would say to us when we was coming up. Take care of my daughter like you taking care like you would take care of your car. Okay. That means if you if she's supposed to be back in the parking lot at a certain time, you need to bring her back here at the, at a certain time. <laughs> that mean if you know, if if she needs oil or food or whatever the case is, you know, if you need some money or something, let me give you some cash to make sure that you got what you need, not to do anything that will violate this trust that I have in you. Yeah, I'm not sending her. I'm not sending her away from here to get pregnant. Or to be violated, raped, or whatever the case is. And if that type of thing happens, kind of like the bad boy fathers, I'll do it to you. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying I will. I got but, yeah. No, no, I got you. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, you gotta, I'm willing to go all the way. You just got to practice respect. Respect yourself, respect the person that you're with. I mean, it's plain and simple. You know, uh, it's, 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 it's far less complicated than it's being portrayed to be. You know, yes, times have changed. Yes, you need permission. <laughs> and if you're with a woman that don't think you need it, she'll tell you, look, man, we, we're together. You don't have to ask me that. Come on, you know, touch me, kiss me, whatever the case may be. So, you know, but a conversation at some point does need to be had. Like, hey, I'm, I'm digging you. Are you digging me? Is it okay for us to move forward with this relationship? Okay, cool. You know, so, so everybody's on the same page. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, but it's definitely, uh, Me Too has definitely changed the game. Oh, man, it has changed the game. So it's time to, it's time to, it's time to get with, you know, the times and, you know, be mindful, be more respectful of what you're doing and saying to, to women. I think it has done that purposefully. What you say, Jeffette? That it's done what purposefully? I think that Me Too has changed the game purposefully. They doing what it's supposed to. I mean, uh, I agree. With, I agree with. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I agree with um, with with the end game, which is you know being more respectful of the person that you're with. I mean, I don't like. I said I don't like the I don't like all the false accusations that are out there going on and and the opportunistic people that are out there. But, you know, ultimately, yeah, you shouldn't be, you know, uh, intentionally getting women drunk or high or intoxicated so you can have sex with them or, you know, using your position of, of power or authority to, to force a woman to have sex with you. No, that's not cool. So uh, that ain't, that ain't cool. No kind of way is that cool. Nah, nah. but I mean, even the simple stuff, you know, even the simple stuff, you know, I got a, I had a woman jump down my throat one time and I, I called uh, another woman a girl or a gal and she just read me up and down. She was like, what? And I, I didn't mean anything by it at all. But after she read me my rights, I was like, okay, I can understand how that could be offensive. So, you know, I had to, I had to adjust myself and use it and use a different word. Um, so you know, you just got to get with the times. That's all, whatever it is. I mean, it's just like blacks, 
you know, uh, are we black American? Are we African American? You know, are we Negroes? Are we niggers? You know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? The word has changed of how we define ourselves over the years. So same thing with dating. You just got to give it the times and get with what's acceptable. And, and legitimately, that's why I think that this conversation is important because there, there are um, like there is not really a huge difference between being uh, between male and female ness, whatever that is. Uh, it really is. It really is. And I think that there's a distinguishable difference when um, more so than we've given credit to uh, what femaleness, maleness, the gender itself really brings to the table because the truth of the matter is if it wasn't, we wouldn't have so much trouble making sense of it. And I, I wonder, though, are we going to mute Donald Trump like we've muted R. Kelly? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I wonder, are we going to mute Harvey Weinstein like we muted R. Kelly? Well, so, okay, so first, the, the, okay, so it, it's all about evidence, okay? Harvey Weinstein has been muted. He's, he's stepped down from his company. He's entered into therapy or whatever he's doing. Okay. He's out. Now, he'll, he'll be back in a minute, but he's out. Can I, can I, can I ask you a question? What? Uh, you said something that was uh, oxymoronic, really. You said that Harvey Weinstein stepped down from his company. Yes. Yeah. Can I, if you own something, how can somebody make you step down? You could take a lesser role in the company. I understand that. Uh, as Steve, far as- Steve Jobs, uh, uh, when he started Apple, he, they, uh, they took it from him. He left. Then he came back. Once yeah. you, what? Once you install a board, you know, uh, members in a company, it no longer belongs to you, whether it's a private company or a public company, especially if it's public. Now it's in the hands of the CEO and the people. But once you have a board, I think his brother's on that board. But, um, uh, yeah, he stepped down from that company, man. And, and listen, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Some of those stories about Harvey Weinstein, some of them stories ain't nothing wrong with what you know, what he did or what he was doing. And, and it's really just an, you know, opportunistic women who came out and said, Oh, you, you raped me. Well, how do you rape a who, who, who continues to come over to your house at three in the morning and give you the pussy? I don't understand. Well, I mean, the, the thing of it is, is, it goes back to what, what I always say, bro, which is this. In a, in, a, in a culture in which we live in at this time, or as the gentleman said, Brooks, in the climate with which we live at this time, people can assert all kinds of things, man. It don't have to be factual. And I, yeah, so, I, that's why the conversation of Me Too is very important because the truth of the matter is, is that now you can say whatever, you can, you can create a narrative against a man or create a, a story that's salacious or whatever the case is. And at the end of the day, you know, guys got to stay, stick with that, you know, or lay with it until they, they are, they are, they are what black people know as being guilty and to proven innocent, not 
innocent until proven guilty. Right. So, so yeah. So what we're talking about is we're talking about accusations. We're not talking about proof of anything. So, oh. so, so, so to answer your question on those three men, and then we'll 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 take a break. So, like I said, Harvey Weinstein stepped down from his company. He's not making movies. Whatever. He's in therapy. And he's trying to turn his life around. Okay, fine. We'll see him again in a couple of years. I guarantee you. R. Kelly, there's, there's, um, there's a what, 25, 30 year history there, and they're digging up evidence. So he's going to be prosecuted. Now, when it comes to Donald Trump, again, you're just talking about accusations. You know, let's not talk about whether he's a good president, all his tweeting and all that kind of crap. The lady said she raped him. He said he didn't. What's the proof? Where is it at? <laughs> it's just an accusation right now. So he's just another man that someone says something about, okay, fine. Do we give credence to that? Do we go beat down the door and, and try to make something out of nothing? I mean, come with the proof. You talking about, and, and she's talking about this crap from like, what, 10, 20 years ago. Man, come on. Don't just come out the woodwork from 20 years ago and say, oh, yeah. I, you know. I, I, but I, I know I disagree. If, if we can take and create all kinds of movies and all kinds of thrilling action and all this kind of thing regarding R. Kelly, these ladies can quantify these stories. They they quantified them based on what they feel as being important. So, so let's say it was you, okay? Let's say it's you. A woman makes an accusation about you without any proof. And then they go run around trying to find the proof. In the time from once when she says something about it, oh, you know, Reese raped me, and the time that the actual proof is found or not found, your life is in turmoil until it's found. I so keep your. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. What I am saying, and I'm not. I'm not even suggesting that our president go down for this stuff. Honestly, um, because historically speaking. Now, I, I, I hate to do this. I hate to sound like the black powerist around here right now, but I'm going to say it because it's the truth. Uh, historically, uh, white men have been able to write, rape and pillage men and women of color without any recourse. Um, these things are not salacious. They are true. It's a part of the historical account that hasn't really been placed into record as we know and love, but if you look at the DNA of individuals that are here, that have come through the transatlantic slave trade, and even look in our blood, you know, we didn't, we came from Africa, Javette. You know yeah. So, the, the, our bloodline speaks to the fact of the misconduct of these types of individuals. Because, oh, yeah. What's that gonna do? What, what's, what does that have to do with an accusation? I mean, even for back in the slave trade days, you're talking about um, there were there were there were children produced from those rapes, you know, things of that nature. So, man, I, I don't like accusations. Either come with the facts or don't say nothing at all. But I mean, if it's 30 years, are you expecting this lady to be like Monica Lewinsky to come out of the closet with like a dress or something? I mean, what? Well, no, no. <laughs> what was she well, just proof? No, even even the Monica Lewinsky thing happened. It, she came out as it happened. I mean, the situation was present. With you know, yeah. we, they had press, sure. so that you know that that's not even the. I mean, like I said, I mean that happened in real time. So, 
but I mean, if you were raped 20 years ago, um, you should have spoke up at the time. Uh, but if you didn't, uh, for whatever reason, you felt know, ashamed. You know, I'm sorry that happened to you, um, to to any woman or any man for that matter. It, it's a terrible thing to have to go through that. Um, but if you're gonna if you're gonna speak about it, okay, let, let's sit down and have a real conversation. Don't just come out and tweet and say, "Oh, yeah, yeah, he raped me 20 years ago." Or you know, <laughs> I mean, there was a military woman just recently. Um, in the Air Force. She's retired now. I think she's in, she's a politician now. She said something. She was raped by one of her superiors years ago. Now the Air Force is investigating that. And I'm sure whoever that guy is, uh, whoever that commander was, because uh, she was an officer, he was above her. So whoever that, uh, that officer was, I'm sure he'll be, he'll be brought to justice. Now, all I'm saying is, is don't, just, don't just be out there throwing out willy-nilly uh, accusations, you know, oh yeah, 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 he raped me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Don't just throw that around because that that's a that's a that's a terrible thing to to say about somebody and not have any proof. Nah, I and listen, I'm not I'm not saying that there's not a burden of truth that's needed, but what I am saying is I, I agree with you on, on one on this one thing that you just said, which makes sense. There should be a time limit then on these types of assaults then. Well, there is. I mean, that's what's going on with the cops. No, sir. No, sir. Because if that was the case, then R. Kelly's conversation, the conversation by R. Kelly would have been dropped. No, no, brother. You're not. No, no. You're missing the point. Okay. So with R. Kelly and with uh, uh, Bill Cosby, there is a statute of limitations. The problem is with the Bill Cosby thing, he had one that was within he had a bunch that were outside the statute of limitations, and he had a few that were inside the statute of limitations. Okay, the R. Kelly thing, same thing. So you can't prosecute him now about what about what went down with Aaliyah, because that's outside the statute. Now these he's there's supposedly new new allegations of of you know some of those videos that he had that are within that are within the time frame. So you know. Uh, there's there's supposedly new proof and they're investigating so they're going to prosecute us but he he right now he's only been to jail because he ain't paid his child support because he mismanaged all his money but soon he'll be in jail for you know this rape so you know we'll see what the we'll see what the uh what the evidence is what the facts say i got a question for you mm. you think i kelly in jail doing concerts <laughs> Hey, hey, I know uh I know Bill Cosby's tweeting from jail now. <laughs> Come on, man. He ain't tweeting from jail. Yeah, man. yeah. He's uh yeah, matter of fact, man, it's a big old thing everybody been talking about. Um Bill Cosby's on Twitter. He came out on Father's Day and said something, hey, this is America's dad or some crap like that. And then uh OJ Simpson is now on Twitter, which is people are mad about, but I don't know why they're so mad about that. <laughs> Man, they people people hate OJ because they feel like he killed two white people and got away Listen, with it. Just like I hey, look, I feel like this. I feel like this, and I do mean this. I hope that those white people that's mad at OJ get equally as mad at the police officers that's killing black people and leaving them, uh, leaving their families in in destroyed type situation. Nah, I, I, they won't never, but. Listen, I like OJ. I need me one of them the juices loose t-shirts. Uh, when they came out, I was overseas, so now I'm back home. I, I might get me one. But
But listen, it's the same thing with these allegations of rape. Let's talk about the facts, okay? OJ was not convicted of murder, period. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He never never was convicted. OJ was not convicted. And I don't know how one man can in, in, in real life kill two people at the same Somebody going to run. I, I know it. I know if I had a head start, he wouldn't have had an opportunity to get it. Bro, he, he is OJ, though. Okay, don't forget. I don't give a damn who that man is. is OJ, OJ is an NFL legend, okay? You listen think, to you think listen he couldn't, to You think he couldn't have slashed one neck and then, and then, and then hit the... No. <laughs> hit yeah, you, we're talking about a man that's a football player. That's somebody that's a trained killer. You act like he went to the Special Forces or something. Come no, on. Man. The dude was not... He was not convicted, okay? I've noticed, I've noticed though, I gotta say this. I've noticed that there has to be a a, a substantial amount of evidence to prove black people wrong, Jafet, when you talk about black people. But when there's white folks involved, man, you be quick to say, no, 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 they ain't do that. They ain't do that. Oh, you gotta have food. Hey, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I know you've been overseas for a while and everything. I need you to check in a little bit, man. To check check in with you and see what's going on here, because this is substantial stuff that's going on, man. That I think what that you need really need to come to Jesus on. Man, listen, show me, <laughs> show me the facts. I'll put the handcuffs on their asses myself. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Let's take a break. All right, peace. Reese, yo, ready to go? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Okay, so listen, man, don't get mad at me, okay? But I don't know what you be doing, man, but everything you doing, I can hear it in the phone. And that means everybody else can hear us. <laughs> I'm already, I've already told y'all, man, uh, don't blame Jafet for none of this shenanigans I do. It's, it's all me. It's all, all the noise that you hear has been contributed by me. I am the noise maker. For sure. All right, all right, man. We need you to be uh we need you to be focused and still. Can you do that? Yes, sir. I can. <laughs> all right, so we wrapped up the first uh the first half talking about the Me Too movement and all that good stuff, man. Uh so in closing on that one, man, things just need to change. People need to get with the times. So uh so let's move on. You want to talk about what, Iran? What's going on in Iran right now? Yeah, man. I um I've I've been feeling like uh, our dear, beloved people in the government, and I got to say that because I know I got some of my friends that are Republicans that have been listening to <laughs> our podcast. I want to say that to them, uh, that our dear, beloved president has been talking, he's been talking and tweeting, and I guess uh, some of this ignorance that he's been doing has reached Iran to the point that the president there is saying that our president is suffering from a level of uh, mental retardation. <laughs> man, that, that, well, first of all, you do know Iran hates America, right? I can understand why. No, no, no. This ain't got nothing to do with this president. And, and listen, before we go any further, I don't love Trump, but I just don't believe in just bashing people just because. Okay, so I don't like I don't like some of the stuff he says and does in the media. Yeah, I got that. But I'm, I'm just not going to bash the guy just because that's the thing to do right now. So, uh, but Iran hates us, you know, period. 
So it doesn't he, matter what president's in the office. They go. He, he called Bush an idiot. He called Obama an idiot. So whatever. Man. Who called Obama an idiot? Man, a lot of a lot of them other country leaders. Are oh, you talking about the people? You talking about the people that that were uh, legislative effect officials here in America? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them too. But anyway, so the Iran thing. I mean, you know, man. Listen, Iran hates us, man, and we trying to keep them from having a nuclear weapon. Plain and simple. Simple as that. So you know they gonna talk they they gonna talk they talk and we gonna talk our talk and we gonna see what happens and you know so for anybody who thinks that it's 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 Trump who's causing the problem and caught, kicking up a stir and yeah he he probably pissed the guy off today but this has been a long time coming man the thing with 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 uh, Iran that's true that's been from the days of Khomeini and all of those all of those other. Ayatollahs over there that right. just kind of right, exactly. Uh, mullahs that are uh, just pissed off with us as a whole. Absolutely, that 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 goes without saying. But I I can't deny that my brother is adding uh, some legitimacy to their statements. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dispute that. I mean, I definitely with, with the level of his pensiveness and. His inconsistency has created narratives where people can ask, does this brother have a mental instability issue? Uh-huh. I mean, again, I'm not going to knock the brother. I, again, for the sake of my my beloved Trumpian squad that love me enough to listen to the radio cast or whatever, I want to thank you. But at the same time, I got to give every monkey the opportunity to have a, a little sunshine. And this is his time right now. So he's been, act, he's been acting like a fool here lately. So let me ask a dumb question, okay? Go ahead. And, and I'm just going to throw this out there. You know, you know, he has said, this particular president has said that, you know, why would I, why would I tell, you know, tell you, the media, the Americans, because you know all of our, all of our news is broadcasted can be picked up by satellites, and any of these other world leaders can see exactly what we're saying when we're saying it. You know, like, why do I want to give a play-by-play of what I'm doing, what I'm going to do, and what the plan is on how I'm going to treat you or react to something that you've done in your country? I mean, why? So, so, so the question is this. If he doesn't want to do that, which I think is smart, uh, do we ever stop to think that maybe it's a tactic of his to throw people off to make them think one thing and he's doing something else? Do we do we ever think that, or we or do we do we? You know what? Up or, until you just, I, I I will I will say to you, you have just given him a level of legitimacy as far as strategic uh, uh, mantle. You've given him a strategic mantle that I have never even considered in my life. So I would give you uh I, I would give you the benefit of the uh, the doubt. So, say, yeah, right. So I, mean, I didn't I, I never con- I never considered any of that until right. you just right. said it. Honestly. Right. So there's a never. there's a there's a legitimate uh, ca- uh karate kung fu fighting style called the drunken master. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they got a bunch they got a mo- bunch of movies about it. But that's a legitimate real thing. Yeah, the drunken so, master. And what does this so the idea? So it's a fighting style, like you know, tiger paw or 
cobra style or whatever. You know, cobra style, you fighting like a snake. You know, you got your, your your legs up and your arms raised and, you know, whatever. Or like the crane and the karate kid, whatever. It's a style. So the, the drunken master makes you think that the person you're fighting is drunk. So whether he is or he isn't, he about to whoop your ass with that style. So what I... So what I'm Dang. so what I'm saying Dang. is about right. So that's big. I, 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 yeah. So ahead, you know sorry. what I'm saying is, let's get past and let's stop harping on all the dumb shit he says. Yeah, it's dumb shit. Or maybe you know you think you know. Oh yeah, is he retarded? Okay, whatever. At the end of the day, let's look at what his policies have done and then let's judge him on that. Same with Obama. Same with Bush. Same with Clinton. Same with Reagan, you know, whatever the case may be. You know, while we're in the middle of it, you don't know what the effect is going to be. You know, I was at the cigar lounge last night and we kind of had this talk, you know, about kind of about the same thing. You know, one president doesn't have as much uh, uh, control or authority over what happens uh, as you think, because some of these issues with Iran are 20, 30, 40, 50 years in the making. You know, you know sure. the housing sure. crisis that we're having, predatory lending that we have, these issues with the big old conglomerate banks. That's an issue from back in the Reagan days. You know what I'm saying? So you 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 don't really know. I mean, but... don't really know the effects of a president's policies until after. For sure, I. I... I guess the burden that I feel is that he's tasked with quote unquote making America great again. And I'm wondering Okay, really right. I got you. And I just said that. So let's look after the policies are set and things are in motion on how they affect the country. You can't you can't grade and judge him now, be honest with you. You're gonna have to look you're gonna have to look a couple years down the road. Well, you know, first of all, let's let's look at the actual policies that he's putting in place and the decisions that he's making um uh you know look at those decisions and, and forget about the tweets and forget about i guess i i guess i i guess you know what you you've allowed me to see this so you're saying that he's really creating the noise as a way of i don't know that he is a way of being but we also don't know that so Donald Trump, not the president. Every person in America I, was idolizing yeah. this man for uh, for being the millionaire billionaire that he is. The dude is a genius, is a genius uh, businessman. Yes, he's been bankrupt. Yes, he's, you know, sold stuff and 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 done you know, deals that are secret and all of, you know, I mean, not secret, but, you know, you, we don't know the details of these deals. You know, this guy was born rich, but he, he's been able to maintain that and then to uh, multiply that because he's smart. Let's stop tripping and acting like this dude is a buffoon. He would have never been able to make it to the presidency if he didn't have some sm- I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I agree with the fact that you say that he's smart. I think what he does to, to his and that's what okay, that uh, okay. So he was smart way. enough to do that. <laughs> I 
I agree. I give I give him that. I think he hires well, and I think he understands. He has a central focus. Uh, he has a, a central understanding of what uh, his bottom line is, which is the end. The end goal and the end game is to make money, to to maximize his influence. Okay, yeah. And so so right, perfect example. Uh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs didn't actually make any of that stuff. He was the visionary behind it. He was the one that drove all the all the people that he hired to make the things that he thought up in his brain. You get what I'm saying? Wow. Well, so what I'm was, saying him is, okay, so, 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 so we're trying to say, oh, Trump is stupid. He ain't really doing anything. Uh, you know, he, he just so happened to hire some people around him that are smart and that can get it done. Duh, that's what you're supposed to do. And I just, I just, I just made an example, the same, you know, of Steve Jobs having done the same thing. Matter of fact, if Steve Jobs had became president, would we be saying he's a buffoon or a fool? Because the people that worked with him before, that's why they kicked his ass out of his own company because they thought he was crazy. I don't know if I would say that the brother was a buffoon. I think I think what he was more than anything is that you have to be okay. a, a certain. Hold on a second. You, you can't accept you, okay, you can't crazy. accept the crazy you know I mean? and a genius in one genius and not in another genius. It's the same problem with why why Black America or America has a problem with Kanye West. The dude is a genius. Okay, okay, but hold on, but hold on, hold on. And I know this is getting ready oh, to be bad brilliant. right here. So good. what's hitting? Just be- wow. Wow. I mean, uh, that makes it, uh, Brian. Listen, the truth, we, we never, we never will argue long about the truth. The truth is the right. truth is the truth is the truth. So I, 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 I agree with that. Whatever you say, if it's the truth. And he was, to some degree, they have an ideology, but. That the ideology has okay, has but let's say let's say and I don't want to harp on him too long because I wanted to jump to another one, another example. But let's say he won. <laughs> let's say he won. Wow, this would be a totally different world. You wouldn't even be allowed to think what what you just said. Okay, another example of of crazy and genius That's at the true. same time was is Fidel Castro. So we're all looking at, you know, oh, he's a socialist and he hurts his own people, this, that, and the other. But then I was watching a documentary one time or something, and there's a totally different aspect uh, of his country. He preserved the water life, the wildlife, the, yeah. the sea life around that, uh, that island out there. Okay, was that intentional? I don't, we don't know, because you know, he's dead now. But did he keep us all out so he could preserve that, or was he just crazy? I don't know. I, I think it goes back to what you just said. Mm-hmm. That genius oh, and that crazy times. dwell it's in, in the every same single body last one of them, one of us. And um, it, it's in every single last one of us. It's not just a genius thing. You, your yourself, 
you got your streaks and things that you do, and then there's there's stuff that you know about yourself that if anybody else knew it would think, oh man, this dude is cuckoo, you know. I know I got some of them things. If if you know you and I oh, are God. friends, yeah, that's true. so we have that's a different true. conversation off this podcast. <laughs> but if people really knew what I think sometimes about certain things, they'd be looking at me like, "Man, you, you you got some you got some issues," you know. And, and... yeah, well, I, 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 I and honestly, I'll I'll say this: if I wasn't a minister and was able to clearly articulate the things I thought in the same way, I think that it, I feel like it would be the sex thing. So I think, I think that you're right. I think that you're right. Because there's a burden of the position that we hold, but then there's also, there's a burden of the truth that we've been given as a result of who we are in our personhood and, and so forth. And so because of that, it sometimes requires us to be who we need to be based on where we are and what we're trying to do. Jesus Christ. Yeah, based on what we are trying to do, what, what kind of things we're trying to get accomplished, you know. You know, I give I give you a case in point for me. Uh, you were talking about Hitler, but I, 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 the only reason why I keep bringing up to, well, I don't know. no, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's like <laughs> an easy no. target and, and America's got nothing else better to do about whatever. It's like, okay, does anybody stop to think that maybe he does it on purpose or maybe there's a, there's a strategy to that or, you know, do we ever, let I me mean, do we ever? Think about that, you know. Nah, I mean, I, I never, I never thought about it from that perspective until you said it. So, I think that what you've done is you've really allowed me to you you've humanized him for me. But what I what I I guess I what I what I carry in my person so uh, is the fact that a lot of what he does is so. Uh, mm-hmm. so destructive, right? That I can't, I guess I'm not able to see past the destructive nature of what he has done as it, as it, as it speaks to race relations in America. And I don't know if he did that more than uh, the, the, the Tea Party, uh, lo- the Tea Party lobbyist well, and Obama may have had more to do with that than he did, honestly. Well, I, I mean, okay, so, so, so that's what, a good, what that's a good that. thing to bring up. Uh, you know, you, you know, we have to be careful about that. I mean, all of those things, the good, the bad, and the ugly live in America. One president didn't bring that out, didn't create that in anybody. Those, those have been there, okay? So I think, oh, I think what Trump You're is right. saying, and I'm not advocating for him, but and I know people that know me think that I do, but I don't, okay? All I'm doing, what I'm advocating is a person being a person and being allowed to think and say what they want to think and say. So I, I'm saying that to say this. What, what Trump is saying is this. If we're, if we're allowing um, progress in America with race relations, 
the lesbian and gay community, now the transgender community, now all of these other communities, <clears throat> if if the if, if a black group is allowed to is allowed to live in America, why why is the KKK not allowed to live in America? You feel me? You you can't say, oh, we're progressive and yeah, yes, makes, blacks, you have sense. a voice because you were slaves at one point in time, or and no KKK, you can't voice your opinion, or you know, with all the religions, okay. You know, this is a Christian country. We don't want no Buddhists around here. I mean, if we're if we're a tolerant country that allows immigrants and, and, and all that to come in and we're a free nation and all that kind of stuff, we're all supposed to be allowed to coexist together. So Trump is saying, I'm not going to say that the Klan can't have a rally because I'm also not going to say that the new Black Panther Party can't have a rally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he's not he's not saying and he's saying a lot. His okay. silence is I mean, that's your opinion. I mean, than anything. And and, the, and that's the the opinion that the that United States seems to have because of media, you know what I mean? I mean, like I said, those those racists have always been there. They didn't just pop up. Hmm. That's true. Like I said, I, I never right, and then you know, a president is you know should not speak on today. every social issue that we have. Matter of fact, they used to practice that. Hey, don't you know? Don't pick a team. You know, don't publicly say what team you support. Don't publicly, you know, pick a side. You're not supposed to publicly publicly do any of that because you're supposed to be uh, neutral. Right, you're supposed to be neutral down the middle as the president and biased because uh, because the president's endorsement you know, goes a long way, means a lot to everybody on either side. So the best thing to do is just shut your mouth. You know what I'm saying? So you shouldn't, he shouldn't come out and, and make a comment on everything that happens. That's just how I feel about it. I don't know. I mean, ain't bruh, listen. We, uh, we, I've, I've learned since, since We've started this podcast. I've learned that I've learned the importance of seeing the full spectrum. Because sometimes I, just like so many other Americans, sit in silos and assume mm-hmm. that what I believe or think is the best way. And I mean, I, I think that we all do that because, I mean, that's what we, that's why we have our ideals or our ideal systems which kind of gears us to believe that what we think about life is right. And that's really why so many of us have breakdowns because we don't have the opportunity to really look the other person from a different culture, different uh, financial or whatever backgrounds in the eye and say, look, I don't really, I don't believe in that. And why do you believe in that? Um, and we almost attribute goodness right. or badness to a person based on what they believe, not on what the truth is about the matter. And I mean, based on what you just said, you're saying that this is based on strategy. That creates a whole nother narrative because I've always wondered why do we share so much of our uh, 
moves, if you will. We're going to war with Iraq. And then there's like this, the bombs are coming and boom, 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 boom. But, you know, there's always like this announcement. And But I never considered mm-hmm. what you said until well, good. I, I've never considered it. Never considered it. So, again, it changed the narrative. Um, I am grateful for the for the fact that you're as open-minded as you are and you are not uh, closeted in the way of um, of not being able to not, not communicate your truth. Because so many of us as, uh, as African-Americans, we just, again, we get in our silos and we just like, man, I'm not talking about that with them because if I talk about it, then I'll be crucified for the way I feel or think or whatever the case is instead of looking yeah. at well you know man, you know society norms is what we are, you know so you know when you were in middle school or even elementary school you were peer pressured at some point in time to do something it's amazing that as adults we are still peer pressured into thinking a, a certain way or if you think this way something wrong with you or if you think that way uh, you're going to be ostracized if you think that way you know ain't nobody going to talk to you why are we not allowing people to think what they want to think and still be and still be uh, and still be accepted? Yeah. So people who know me, be cool. I mean, they know that that's me. <laughs> I go against the grain not because I want to, but because I think about it from a different perspective. I mean, I may not agree with it, but it's like, wait a minute, hold on a second. You know, what is it? Not this, or is it not that? You know, whatever. So uh, I just I don't go with the group thing, man. I just don't, and I could care less. You know, you know, if I'm the only person out of a thousand or even ten thousand that think one thing, that just happens to be what I think. And if you want me to think what you think, convince me with the facts. There you go. You there? I am. I'm here, man. I'm here. All right, man. We lost you in the last one, man. I'm glad. I, I had to jump out of there because I just felt like, you know, I felt like a, I felt like the, the like Jerry Falwell, Ben Carson, and and Candace Owens was on my ass all at the same time. Hey, listen, man. Listen, I apologize if I if I if I if I came on too strong or offended you, man. I just you know I just feel strongly. You know, people being nah, allowed no, to be who they are. Nah, I mean it ain't it ain't no offense, and I respect I respect what you're saying because, I mean, just like we want a world where you have the right to uh, to be who you are, we also have to respect the fact that other people want to be who they are as well. They shouldn't right. become closeted because uh, we don't like their messaging. Well, right. they they should have the the prerogative to be exactly who they are, even if it's hateful. Yeah. So I mean, that's what laws are. That's what laws are for. Yeah, but I mean, be held accountable. I love I love when people use the word law, but do you remember that law? It was law for black people to be slaves, bro. Yeah, I understand that. I, I mean. So, I, when we, when we look at laws, we can't think of laws as always being just and unjust. We have to look at laws as being uh, 
ways for people to maintain whatever it is that they want to do. Case in point, I give you another case in point. It was a law to lock up drug addicts at one time in America. Now, but they were locking up drug addicts based on the fact that they were black. But well, now, now they have so much compassion for people that's using heroin post um, post Vietnam. Uh, they were locking these black men up. Okay, so so even in what you're saying, that is you, you're proving my point. Okay, so we've become we've become a nation of law, and if a law is unjust, get the law changed. And a lot of those laws have been changed now. As a matter of fact, a lot of a lot of counties in the you know in the United States still have silly laws on the books. They're just not you know they're not prosecuted. That's like matter of fact, that's like um, adultery. It's a crime, but no one's ever no one's ever prosecuted for it. No, if you're in the military, they can they can. They can they can take you to the hill for that. Right, right. Yeah, so, yeah under UCMJ. But I'm talking about regular, you know, it's a law that's on the books. Uh now it'll 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 play, you know, it it, it has its place in a divorce, but you know, that's not you know, people aren't prosecuted for cheating on their spouses. You know, that's just you know, I mean it's it's a, it's a thing that's it's accepted, but not accepted. It's accepted because we don't prosecute people for it. And it's not accepted because if it happens and the woman wants a divorce and that's what she says is the cause of it. But, you know, uh, it's, it's not anything that anybody's prosecuted for. So but anyway, my, my point is, is there's lots of laws on the books. And because we're a nation of laws, the power is with the people. The people have to stand up for themselves and get those laws changed, you know, I mean, and, and I say that because I've been very, very fortunate and grateful that I have never been on the other side of one of those laws. So, you know, I, I understand that I'm speaking from a place of privilege or a place that doesn't understand someone who was imprisoned falsely, you know, for a number of years or whatever the situation is. So um, I, I don't want to come off that way. But, you know, laws can be changed, man. That's what we do. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Brother, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. Um, okay. All right, man. So let's wrap it up, man. We can end it like this, man. It's my it's my birthday on Monday, but I'm partying all weekend, so. <laughs> I'm gonna do my best to have a good, do my best to have a good weekend. Probably have have a sit down dinner with my daughter on Monday on my actual birthday. Go hang out with her, and uh, you have a good weekend, man. Man, likewise, man. Happy birthday! I, I'm gonna say it to you publicly, but I'll call you Monday and and be decent and tell you privately. Happy birthday! Man, you going in and out? You going in and out? I can't hear you. I said I'm gonna call you on Monday and uh celebrate your uh birthday uh by giving you a phone call, but I also wanna uh publicly uh say happy birthday to you and thank you for the brotherhood, man. Up to this point, it's been a blessing. 
Uh, and you've also been just a solid and true friend, man, which is also a blessing. In the world in which we live in, we don't always have to agree about everything, but we also need to find brothers and sisters that can 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 be with us and can anchor us at times when we uh, just in friendship, man. So that's a huge blessing, man. I'm thankful for your life. And my prayer is that the Lord continues to take you to allow you to go to the, the gym and that he keeps your health, that he allows you to flourish as a palm tree, that you'll be able to take the winds that may come, but you'll still be able to stand. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You've been a great friend as well. So, all right, that'll do it. Um, you go ahead and do whatever it is you're doing over there has been making all that noise this whole podcast. <laughs> Man, we need you. We need you to get yourself somewhere and do nothing for the time that we need to record. <laughs> all right. So look, this is, this is what my pledge is going to be to our family here. Uh, our roller coaster family. Um, I don't know what we're gonna call these people, man, because we need to come up with an actual legitimate name. The coasters. There you go. Fellow coasters. Fellow coasters. Uh we need you. Um, we're gonna come up with first of all, we're gonna come up with a Facebook and our um Instagram uh so that you can also stay up to date with what it is that we're you know doing. What? And you know what? I, huh? I didn't think about that. Well, you know, somebody mentioned to me that I need to advertise on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. And I was thinking about my Facebook. And I don't use Facebook. You know, those, yeah. those of y'all that but, mean, y'all know I got off social media years ago. I think I got a LinkedIn account and a Twitter account, but I ain't, I ain't following individual people. Uh, yeah. No, or, I, I get it. I get it, but... I, it was brought to my attention that that needs to happen. So I'm going to, I'm going to do some due diligence on, um, to that end. And I, I think that it's meaningful because, um, what it does is it gives them an opportunity to see us and our ball hits. And also uh, we can keep them up to date with the, the videos of LeBron James hairline <laughs> growing back <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up again. I gotta go watch that. Brother, listen, I'm telling you, that John is gonna be crazy. Cause it looked like I said, his hairline looked like Scarecrow and the Tin Man. And then all of a sudden he comes back, he's fresh. And I as a person that kind of lost my hair in a uh, in a bit of I kind of lost my hair like kind of like a bit of divorce almost. I uh I feel like I might want to go and take the plunge and um and with a Facebook page I can actually we can actually document that so that people can see my my uh restorative hairline movement or whatever the case is so we'll see. I know you're joking, man. No, nah, I I want to do it just to do it. Yeah. All right, you have fun with that. Nah, I want. I really want to see if if it's a thing, you know. See how it feels. I mean, come on, man, don't knock me, cause women have wigs and weaves and all kinds of stuff, all kinds of beauty enhancement activities. I saw a lady just the other day. She has this. I don't know what they call it, Invisalign waist or something. I don't know what the thing was, but she must have had all kinds of things going on with her. And man, she she took that skin and all. 
and put that stuff up in them bands, man, and 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 put on a shirt over top of that thing. You thought that lady had abs. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had to, I had to say to myself, that's nothing but the spirit of deception from the devil himself. But at the same time, thinking about it, I'm like, man, this lady really was on to something. Yeah, man, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. That's that's the world we live in, man. You can't be yourself. You got to be somebody else. Man, fake it till you make it. They, somebody took that military statement and, and went all the way with it, man. So, yeah, that's that's the truth. Okay. I don't put on some pounds over the years. And uh, now that I'm kind of, you know, now that I'm going to be back out there on the market, look at man, if a, if a chick don't want me the way I am, then I got to find somebody who does. Because I ain't about to be buying the Spanx and the, the whatever that shirt is you just said. I ain't doing all that, man. <laughs> gym, Ladies. I'm going to go to the gym and do what I can do. <laughs> That's all I can do. I ain't doing nothing else. I ain't getting no tummy tucks and and surgeries and no, I ain't doing all that. Man. You gotta, you gotta embrace, you know, aging. You know what I'm saying? I, I see a lot of people dyeing their hair and all this other kind of stuff. I mean, if, if it looks bad, then yeah, you need to groom yourself. You know what I mean? But embrace it, man. Embrace the aging. Whatever the aging is bringing you, embrace it. I disagree. I say fight it. Fight it. Fight it with everything inside of you. Uh, there, there's a show called The Housewives of Potomac. Yeah. And, man, there's a lady named uh, Miss Huger. Mm-hmm. And, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. She at first she looked like Beyonce. At first she looked like Beyonce mama when she came on there. She looked like Miss Knowles at first. Uh-huh. But now, man, she looks like Beyonce herself, man. She looks amazing. Well, she, you know what I'm saying? Got a bunch of work done? Oh, my God. She looked like she went to the to, to the candy shop, Doc. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she looks amazing. Yeah, but... Amazing. But then once you get up underneath all that stuff, man, it ain't, it ain't real. So, you know, I mean, even women that have had, that have had some work, you know, depending on how much work they need, you know, it looks good underneath the, the dress. It looks good in the dress or in the bra or whatever. And but Now, this lady had a facelift or something, oh, man. Like some, oh, that's what I'm saying. Like her face was... Oh, you, huh? you, mean, you mean just her face? Oh, my God. Yeah. Her body was already ridiculous to me, but her face is like on a whole nother scale. Yeah, I'm just going to say that there's scars, man. You know, we got to live with that crap. I don't know. She looked good to me, though. I gotta give her. I gotta give her some credit. I don't know what she's had to go through to get it, but uh, I don't know if if they cut a hole in the top of her head and they had to tighten it up, like with some vice grips or whatever the case was. But she looks good. Man, to each his own. It's your, you know, it's your body. You do what you want with it. I just, I'm hoping for a world that where we can all just accept each other for who we are, the way we are, and that'll be that. Well, I'm just hoping for some money so that I can actually uh, <laughs> live in the world that we live in. So I want to. <laughs> oh, man. So I can get the facelift and all that other stuff, too. Or some Botox or something, man. It's crazy. All right, man. Let's get out of here, man. You have a good weekend.
All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. All right. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of My Life's a Roller Coaster. How's yours? We hope it was helpful or useful in some way. Feel free to send an email or leave a voice message to provide feedback, input, or suggestions on the topics. Until next week, have a great week and a wonderful weekend. Don't forget, don't do anything I wouldn't.